Coming up. We 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 shouldn't we if we was a young fool, we shouldn't be an old one. <laughs> Y'all get what I'm saying? <laughs> you we should learn something. Right, right. Amen. And we need to be something different. Amen. Something significantly different. That's what's going to be appropriate. It wasn't appropriate for Peter to just go back and go to fishing. And it's not appropriate for us to go back to ordinary living after what we've experienced. Hello, and thank you for joining us on One by One, the podcast ministry of Pastor Robert of Quench Life Christian Fellowship. Everyone experiences life-disrupting events. When these events occur, we are forced to decide what our next steps will be. Now that deaths from COVID-19 have tremendously declined and safety measures are relaxing, what will be your next steps as a follower of Jesus Christ? Join Pastor Robert and his wife Carolyn for the message series, What Now? As they look at how the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ helps guide our attitudes and actions in the post-pandemic world. Here's the second message in the series, Unlock What You Are Enabled to Do, Part 2. Number three, we should trust the Father's promise. We should trust the Father's promise. And this references the command. Again, we go back to Acts 1-4. On one occasion, while he was eating with them. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna pause on that for a second. I, I I read that before. I didn't I didn't purposely highlight it, but I'm highlighting it now. Mm-hmm. This is the resurrected Christ eating. Mm-hmm. Y'all got this? He's eating. The scripture tells us a few occasions where Christ was eating. The resurrected Christ was eating. Uh, I know some of y'all, some of y'all folks that love food. Yeah, your resurrected body's gonna eat. Does that make you happy? That make you happy? <laughs> Does that make you happy? That make you happy? The resurrected Christ is eating. His body is he's eating something. In fact, he he ate with them when he showed himself for the third time to the disciples when they was fishing and they wasn't didn't catch nothing all night. We covered this last week, uh-huh. and then he told them put the to fit the net out on the right side of the, of the boat, uh-huh. and they caught all these fish. When they got to the shore, he was already hooking up breakfast. And he and he he ate. He was eating and he ate to them to prove to them that he was it was really him. Yeah. Not only did he eat, he, he it was it was for a purpose of proving. No, it's me. It's me. Look, I'm eating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I didn't highlight that before, but I want to highlight it now. And it reads on Acts 1 4 on one occasion while he was eating with them. He gave them this command. Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father promised, which you have heard me speak about. Mm -hmm. So now we see the essence of the command. The command is to wait. Wait. (laughs) To wait. That's the command. And what are you waiting for? You're waiting for the 
promise of the father. Not you're just not waiting for Joe Blow to show up or something, you know, a blue car to pass by or is no, no, you're waiting for something that the fa- that father God a promise, that father God promised. Amen. Again, likely he gave this command to the 500, but Peter's talking to 120. Mm-hmm. What happened? I don't know. If I'm waiting for something God promised, mm-hmm. I, 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 I would hope that your capacity to wait is very high. Mm-hmm. Right, right. But instead of there being 500, yeah. there's 120. So somebody didn't wait. <laughs> somebody didn't wait. Yeah. Somebody didn't wait. And it's the father's promise. Mm-hmm. So we need to trust the father's promise. Look what Joel 22, 28 says, which is an Old Testament prophecy of the promise that the father. So this was an old promise. It wasn't a new promise. It's yeah. an old one. It's even in the Old Testament in the book of Joel. It reads, and afterward, God speaking, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Mm-hmm. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your old men, men will dream dreams. Your young men will see visions. Amen. Amen. So they were supposed to wait for the promise of the father, which was the pouring out of the spirit. And that pouring out would cause some miraculous things to happen. Yet it was just 120. And, and Jesus said, wait. Mm-hmm. And it's the father's something the father promised. Yeah. And some yeah. folk just couldn't wait. Um, yeah. All just right. Didn't wait. <laughs> just didn't want to wait. Yeah. So we need to trust the father's promise. Mm-hmm. Right. The the fourth thing that we need to do relative to the disciples, what now, um, is we should trust Jesus's prayer. Mm-hmm. We should trust Jesus's prayer. John 14, 15 through 17. We read part of this already. Jesus says, if you love me, keep my commands mm-hmm. and I will ask the father. That's a prayer. Mm-hmm. And he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever. Yes. Uh, the spirit of truth. Mm-hmm. So Jesus, Jesus said this to them when he was alive. Yeah. Remember, he said, wait for the, the, the promise of the father that I've already told you about. Mm-hmm. Remember, he said that, that this was the post the, the resurrected Christ mm-hmm. saying to wait in, the, in Acts chapter one for the promise of the father that I've already told you about. Right. And now we're looking at one of the instances when he was a lot, when before he was crucified, that he told them about the promise of the father. Yeah. And he says in that, in that him telling that, look at what he says. I'm going to give you an advocate, somebody who's going to fight for you, mm-hmm. a, a comforter, a, 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 a helper. Mm-hmm. And he's going to be with you forever. You mean you couldn't wait for something from God that you would receive and that it would not, it would never expire. Right. It would last forever. It would last forever. (laughs) Right. And he says, wait for forever. Wait for the, he didn't say wait for forever, Mm -hmm. but wait for what will last forever. Yes. Amen. Amen. And some folk couldn't wait. They couldn't wait. Wow. And then verse it says, verse 17, the spirit of truth, and then reads on, the world cannot accept him mm-hmm. because it, it neither sees him nor knows him. 
but you know him for he lives with you and will be in you. Amen. Will be in you. Amen. So we see that the promise of the father Mm -hmm. is in those who love Jesus Christ. Right. Amen. Wow. What What a a blessing. blessing. And it's in us and with us forever. Forever. Wow. Forever is a long time. Right. And he just said, wait. Be patient. That was what they had to do was wait. Yeah. All right. So again, number five, let's keep going here. Number five relative to the disciples, what now? Is we should have faith in our own prayer. Mm-hmm. In our own prayer. So not only should we trust the Father's promise, mm-hmm. should we trust Jesus's prayer, mm-hmm. we should also have faith in our own prayer. Mm-hmm. Look what it says here in Luke 11, 11 through 13. Now, understand too that Luke 11 is where Jesus' disciples asked him, teach us how to pray. Yeah. And then he tells them the Lord's prayer, which we call the Lord's prayer. Mm-hmm. Our father, which who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. And he tells them all of that. And then the text reads on down to this passage that's on your paper. Okay. And he gives them, he gives, he gives a, a, a he tells a story about a, a, a man who asked his friend to give him some food because he didn't have none for his, for his, um, the, his visitors. Mm-hmm. And, at, and, and after he tells that story, he comes to this passage. So it's all connected to the praying. And Jesus says here, Luke 11, 11 through 13, which of you fathers, if your son asks for a fish, will give him a snake instead? It's, it's a question, but it's, it's a rhetorical question. Yeah. The obvious answer is none of y'all will do that. Mm-hmm. Verse 12 says, or if he asks for an egg, we'll give him a scorpion. If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your father in heaven give you the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Amen. You see what Jesus is saying? He said, you ask for the spirit, the father in heaven. If you got enough sense to give your children, even though you're evil, (laughs) what they ask for, that's good for them then how much more will the father in heaven give you what's good for you? Right. The Holy spirit. If you ask for it. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. So we should be asking God to fill us with his spirit. Amen. Fill us afresh father with your spirit. Fill us father. Mm-hmm. On a daily basis. On a daily basis. Amen. We have the indwelling always. Mm-hmm. So we need to unlock. This takes us to the last point of the message. We should unlock what we are able to do. Mm-hmm. The spirit gives us power, yes. ability. That many of us, we haven't tapped into completely. Mm -hmm. That's real. So in this 
post-pandemic world, we need to tap in to that God-given power Mm -hmm. that a follower of Christ has in them. We got to tap into it. Look what it says here in Acts 1, 5, verse 8. It says, for John the Baptist, for John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. Amen. We have been empowered. We have been made able. This power is available to whoever has faith in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. We need to tap into this power. Amen. To give us a little more flavor of this power, Ephesians 3.20 says this. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than, we, than all we ask or even or, or imagine, mm-hmm. according to his power, that is at work within us. Yes. He says he can do immeasurably. He can do immeasurably, immeasurably. It can't even be measured. Yeah. Yeah. What could be done mm-hmm. in us. Amen. Beyond our imagination. Amen. And it's a power that's working within us. We need to tap into it. Ephesians 1, 19 and 20 gives us even more um, perspective on the power. It says, and his incomparable great power for us who believe. We see immeasurable power. Mm -hmm. We see now incomparable power. Nothing can compare to it. That and it's and it goes on and reads, that power is the same as the mighty strength. He exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at the right hand in heavenly realms. The power that's available to us is the same power that God used to raise Christ from the dead. Amen. And to seat him at the right hand of the Father. Yes. That's some power, y'all. That is some power. You can't even imagine that. that That's some power. That's power that God promised to give. That's power God said, wait for. That's power that Jesus prayed for. That's power that he told us to pray for. Yeah. In this post-pandemic world, I submit. Yeah. I submit to every follower of Jesus Christ. We all need to tap into that power more than we have. Mm -hmm. We got to tap into it. Yeah. It's immeasurable. It's incomparable. We should not be settling for ordinary living. Shouldn't be settling for it. Now, remember the disciples. Remember, they spent three years, over three years, doing countercultural things. Mm-hmm. Not ordinary things, countercultural things before Jesus was crucified. Yeah. When he said, come follow me, he, he, he enrolled them into countercultural living right there. Mm-hmm. And they agreed to do it. Yeah. Not to go with the flow, no, to go against the flow, mm-hmm. to do some things that weren't or ordinary stuff like um, they did. They, they were eating without washing hands. And, and the, the, the keepers of the law were saying, you're breaking the law. Yeah, you're breaking, breaking the, the law. law. Right. How is it your disciples eat without washing their hands? Yeah, right. That's countercultural. Yeah. 
Yeah. And stuff like distributing food to thousands of people mm-hmm. <laughs> that was miraculously multiplied with a little fish and some little bread. Yeah. And they're feeding thousands of people. Right. And then in Peter's case, Peter, Peter took it to a whole nother level of counterculture. He walked on the water. (laughs) This is what they was used to doing. They was used to doing some countercultural stuff. And Peter walked on water. Wasn't nobody walking on water. That's right. right. Yet, yet, after doing all this countercultural stuff, Peter says, I'm going back Uh, to fish. How can you go from that to to back to fishing? Right. The very thing that Christ called you from, Mm -hmm. you went back to it. Yeah. Don't go back. We can't. We can't. Mm -hmm. We can't, y'all. Something significantly different has to come out of this pandemic for us. I'm not sure what it is. Again, I'm praying that this series will inform us Mm -hmm. in some kind of way. It might be that God will speak to you (laughs) about what it is. And you have to tell me. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I know I'm praying about it and I'm pondering it. But I know for me personally, I got to be something significantly different. Right. And I know for Quench life, we need to be something significantly different. Amen. After this pandemic, post-pandemic. Amen. Because I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't go back. I can't, I can't. We shouldn't go back. And we shouldn't, we shouldn't. Something did. It, it doesn't mean that everything we did before we 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 throw away. That's not what I'm saying. That's that's the, don't get me wrong. That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying though, that it can't look exactly like it looked before. It can't. It's gotta be improved some way. Right? It's gotta be improved. It's gotta be made better. It's gotta yes. be made different. Yes. It's gotta be made more powerful. Right. Because we're empowered. Right. We, we're different people. We've, we've learned. Some we've things. learned some things. Yeah, we've come through. We've, we've come through. It should show itself mm-hmm. in some kind of way. Yeah. We 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 shouldn't. We if we was a young fool, we shouldn't be an old one. <laughs> Y'all get what I'm saying? <laughs> you. We should learn something. Right. Right. Amen. And we need to be something different something significantly different that's what's going to be appropriate it wasn't appropriate for peter to just go back and go to fishing and it's not appropriate for us to go back to ordinary living after what we've experienced you've been listening to one by one here's a personal message from pastor robert you may have never said yes to jesus christ Do you know that God loved you so much that he sent his son to die for your sin? If you're ready to say yes to the love that God showed, pray this prayer. Lord God, I admit that I've sinned against you. 
I believe that Jesus Christ died for my sin. And I commit my life to you. I ask that you come into my life, come into my heart, take control, transform me into the character of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, I want to be the first to welcome you to the family of God. And I want to encourage you to find a church where you can learn more about Jesus, draw closer to God and to other believers. God bless you. To learn more about Quench Life Christian Fellowship, visit quenchlife.org. You can follow us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and connect with us on LinkedIn. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at quenchlifecf to receive regular words of encouragement and ministry updates. Join us next time. He says, don't you know that God lives in you? Think about that. Yeah. No, really. Don't take that lightly. The Holy Spirit, God the Holy Spirit is living in you. Thank you for listening.